And we are super psyched to welcome our newest sponsor, Thunder Road Guitars. Thunder Road Guitars is the Pacific Northwest best source for premium, new, used, and vintage guitars, amplifiers, and pedals. Online or in their Seattle, that's West Seattle, or Portland stores. You'll find fantastic customer service and a terrific vibe. I know because I'm in there a lot. Grab a cup of coffee, swing on in, don't spill your coffee, and check it all out. And now if you use code TOURSTORIES10, you can get 10% off at thunderroadguitars.com. Yes, that's me playing guitar. Hello, big news from our friends over at DistroKid. They now have an app. This app works on iOS and Android, of course, and it's available in the Apple Store and Google Play Stores and all the stores where you buy apps. Go check it out. It's got a lot of cool features. You can upload new releases. You can get notified when you've earned royalties. Awesome. You can withdraw from the app via push notifications. A little dangerous for me, but rad. Anyways, go check it out. It's all at distrokid.com app. And don't forget, you can still get 30% off your DistroKid account by going to distrokid.com VIP slash tour stories. Have a great one. We continue to celebrate our friends and partners over at Isotope, and we got some big news for you. The gold standard of audio repair, RX11, is coming in May. In the meantime, you can buy RX10 now on sale and get RX11 absolutely free when it's released. Tour Story listeners get 10% off by using code FRET10. That's F-R-E-T-1-0. All at isotope.com. That's I-Z-O-T-O-P-E dot com. Hello, Tour Story listeners. Thank you for your continued support, and welcome to Season 4. I'd like to take a second to thank our friends and sponsors over at Isotope. Here at Ruinous, Chris and I rely heavily on easy-to-use tools like RX and Ozone for all of our audio repair, mixing, and mastering. Now, Tour Story listeners can get 10% off Isotope plugins or try Music Production Suite Pro for free for 30 days using code FRET10. That's F-R-E-T-1-0. To get your discount and check out all of their easy-to-use products, go to isotope.com slash ruinous. That's I-Z-O-T-O-P-E dot com slash ruinous. And use code FRET10. And thank you for listening. Hey, Nick. What's up? Joe, Joe, Joe. I've been trying. I've been trying you all day. Where the hell have you been? I know. Sorry, man. Uh, I it was just. Uh, oh, before I forget, I got the ticket for um, February, so we can start on the record. I'm pretty excited about it. But uh, yeah, I was just busy all what's day. What's the cancellation so. like on that? What's your? Uh... Uh, oh, why? What's do we got to change the date or something? Well, no, just in case, I guess. Um, <clears throat> just okay. Just COVID stuff, you know. Um, oh yeah. Oh, like hey Joe. Hey Joe. I'm here. I can just. Oh yeah. Ryan's on the call. Ryan's hey, on the yeah. call. Oh hey Joe. What's up? Hey man. What's up? What are you guys doing? You, That's weird. Did you tell him? Did you tell him yet, Nick? He might have to eat the ticket. Uh, what do you mean? Um, well, uh, there's no good way okay, to so take the off, Nick. Just, just tell him. Uh oh. What's up? Well, no. We Ryan and I have just been talking. You know, we're t- we are thinking about making a third record. 
Yeah, of course. Uh, We've been talking. About I had it your back. Time. Joe. I had your back. Just so you know, I had your back. And I had, and I also had your back. I want. But, but Nick had a very convincing argument. Oh, for, okay. Yeah. yeah. Based yeah. off yeah. of an idea that Ryan had to go in a slightly, just slightly different direction, drum wise, oh. percussion wise. Yeah, it's the third record. We we had the sophomore slump. We just don't want that triple dump slump, you know, where yeah, no, the third record comes No hard out. feelings, you know. We're still friends. Whoa, 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 whoa. I mean, we have a guy. He's really good. Oh, um, for yeah. what? He's a drummer, John Worcester. Maybe you know him. He's a, he's a, he's an, uh, uh, I think he's a contemporary. I know exactly who he is. Well, is he yeah. been playing with you? Has he been playing with you guys already? Not yet. Uh, we haven't asked him formally, but we really like, I guess, the cut of his jib. And um, God, you know, no hard twenty-four hour cancellation. We'll we'll gladly pay the if there's like a twenty dollar change. Yeah, 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 yeah. Cancellation fee. We'll we'll pay it or split it three ways or whatever. Yeah, three ways. I'll do a three way split. All right. Well, I, I hope you're. We'd not love to invite yet. you to the show too. We're going to be in Seattle. I think we've already got Seattle. Uh, we've got a fifteenth hold at the yeah, Crocodile yeah, yeah. Cafe. We'd love and to have you. And if you want to play out. Shaker on the record, we definitely come have on, you. You dude. Definitely should. Fuck that. <laughs> Hello, Happy New Year, and thanks for listening. This is a special year-end episode of Tour Stories featuring the journalist Tim Dibbins and his interview with my band, Mr. Heavenly. Please prepare yourself as you may learn things about Nick, Ryan, and myself that will make you sick to your stomach. From Ruinous Media, this is Tour Stories. Is it on? It's not. Yeah, it should be because it's not flashing. Is that working? I just, is your recorder on? I can't tell. Is that working? I just I just got this recorder, and I, I still don't really know what I'm doing with it here. That, that seems right. Okay. Um, hey, this is Tim Dibbins from uh, WCCR Carborough Community Radio here. Um, I'm with the sub-pop recording artist, Mr. Heavenly. So, guys, you're at uh, Local 506 here in Chapel Hill, North Carolina tonight. Uh, this is a cool place to play, isn't it? Yes. Seems, yes, yeah, it seems, seems like it. I tell you, my band uh, Denim Clad Dad played here the other night. Um, you should check us out. We're kind of a cross between Uncle Tupelo and Operation Mindcrime era Queensryche. Mm. Yeah, pretty original stuff. I'll get you a tape. We opened for uh, I Love You, The Ghost of Andy Davis. Have you heard these guys? No. Are they local? No, they're from Delaware. They're actually like yeah. probably the biggest band in Delaware. You should check them out. They have a CD out. What are they called again? I love you, the ghost of Ann B. Davis. She played Alice on the on the Brady Bunch. Oh, oh, I think yeah, she's, she's still alive. That's why it's funny. Yeah. Um, I actually played drums in Denim Clad Dad. How many people in the band? There's seven of us. Oh. Yeah, there's a kunga player. <laughs> seven. Yeah, yeah. I could talk your ears off all all night about drums. I'm actually trying to get some uh, some gigs with Modern Drummer Magazine, but they're not taking my calls. Do you do you have any kind of? You must have been in there. Uh, you, I could, uh, no, I don't really know anyone. Okay. Well, I mean, let me think about it. You guys got to check out the, um, the guitar center in Durham tomorrow if you're, if you're around. Guys? Yeah, yeah. Guitar center? I was hanging out there for like six hours today. They have these new, uh, Chilean peepee drums. What? Chilean peepee drums. Have you ever played one? <laughs> no. They're very cool. I, I was playing on one and I got, got a real groove going, but they, they told me to leave. 
hand drum. Yeah. 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 Are they big? Are they small? Oh, they're tiny. Yeah. Yeah. They're very high pitched. Like, kind of like octobands. I don't remember. Yeah. Those. What's that? Uh, Stuart Copeland used to use them in the police and Mark Brzezicki from Big Country. Well, let's get on with this. I, I, uh, yeah. Enough of my uh, BS. Now, um, okay, so we have Nick, we have Ryan, and we have Joe. And um, Nick and Ryan, I, I was looking over your press uh, stuff here, your bio, and uh, you say in it that you stated that you always thought your voices would blend together very well. But um, what was it about Joe that made you want to play with him? I think because he didn't sing, it was nice to have kind of a balance between our voices and it was surprising when we started playing together that he requested a microphone because mm. we I don't why is I don't still don't he still know. has it on stage I don't I can't you, I, we don't, I don't, can't tell if you're actually singing on those songs or not oh I'm, I'm you are singing yeah. I sing and play drums wow you, yeah. he smiles when he sings right which is kind of yeah I, I, I don't know if he's, yeah I don't know if he's smiling and not singing and that's the joke or if he's actually singing or not yeah, you guys never had me in, my, in the uh, monitors. Try do your vocals. Try, yeah, turn them up. Or have you done that? I've been curious. <laughs> well, here's a question: What when you guys got together for the first time and you saw that Joe was using um, Vic Firth Five B wooden tip sticks? The choice of many greats I had to say uh, from Sleeping Giants Travis Boyd to Buckethead's Pinch Face. That had to have boded well, right? That wasn't. Uh... Something I took into account. I didn't notice. Oh, you didn't the notice. Drumsticks. Did you notice? Uh, just the weight of them. They seemed. I, I don't know. I had a really. good girth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They had a good girth. Girth equals rock, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Conversely, um, it's no secret that Joe uses a, a Promark Stick Depot clamped uh, onto his uh, hi hat stand. When you first saw the Stick Depot, did you worry that this guy might be dropping sticks all night and he might derail the show? I generally face in the opposite direction from Joe. I don't usually notice. I didn't notice that you had... What is? What was that called? It, seriously? Jeez. Yeah. Tell him. Nick, if you look at my drum set, to the left, just below the hi-hat, there's a Promark yeah. stick depot. It's a little black can and it holds sticks. It's usually full of sticks because I... Rarely drop them. That's it's a right. can? But okay. I have it's not a can. No. It's can it's, shape. It's, it's like a bag? Is it... Can't really <laughs> it's a bag. A bag. But, but Does a depot sound like a bag? Have you what seen a rock band before? I have, but I've seen like I've seen like satchels tied to... Oh, it's not a... It's, no, there's no cloth involved. No, it's there's a can? No it's not a can. I'm getting it. I, uh, let's move on. Let, let's move on. drum question. I know. Let's... 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 Skip this, and um, let's talk doo-wop. Um, I, I know you guys share a love for uh, 50s doo-wop, like the Moonglows and the Platters and the, and the Penguins. I, I find this interesting because on, on those, those records, the melody and the lyrics are the focal point, whereas for you guys, on your record, the drums are obviously the focal point. What yeah, do you think about I that? Would, I would <coughs> dispute... I would argue that the drums are the focal point. The drums are a nice, great element, but I, I think I think I think they're very great. I mean, I mean Joe, Joe's, Joe's a, you know, the part of wanting to work with Joe is that... Extremely competent. Yeah, he's a, he's, a, he's a really good drummer, and it's part of, you know, help bring everything to, 
together, I don't necessarily think it's... No, I think everyone, what everyone really comes... Yeah, what they yeah. want to hear is the lyrics and the melody and, <clears throat> and the feeling. And the backbeat. Back you, know? you know, Joe's feel is really, yeah, really right, important. Right. It's definitely not the focus. I wouldn't hmm. say. What do you What do you think about that? I don't know. I, I can't remember a show I've been to in the last 30 or... Yeah, 30 years without, that hasn't had a drummer. Well, yeah. drum machines are what I would Those really are drums, you know, those are... Really looking forward to Providing that. a foundation. The next record, having a lot of drum machines. Mm-hmm. Oh. I mean, what... Yeah. Do you know how to use a drum machine? No, but you could maybe operate it. Okay. Joe, I mean, I mean part of the thing, too, is that Joe's... I mean, you can see Joe's very dapper. Yeah. So, I mean, that was a big part of the equation as well. We needed someone who looked good behind the drums. Sure. As well as could play them well. Huh. Or really well, superbly. Really well, but artistically, artistically well. Let's talk about the the, the artistic process of of this um, in in regards to your songwriting. Obviously, the songs are structured around Joe's intricate beats. Um, Again, what comes after that? Is, is is it the chord progression or the melody? Is it is it beats, chords, or beats melody chords? It's chords, melody, melody, lyrics, lyrics, uh, style. We discuss what we're gonna wear. So um, beats. You haven't said anything about the beats yet. Well, we're not at beats yet. We're still. Uh, we're I mean, the, the beats are important. I mean, that, that you know, they, but they're not. They don't come hmm. first always. Are you saying the beats come first and then what you just listed? No, in that no, no. Because it's it's pretty obvious to, for my ears, that it's just it's totally. Beat centered. We start with guitar, then we add a keyboard. Really, line. or sometimes yeah. keyboard, and then we add a guitar line. Rhythm keyboards. Drums are really an afterthought when we are making. Hmm. So I don't, well, hmm. your ears look. Yeah, everyone's ears look the same here. For me, I don't. Well, know. yeah, they're they're important. You know, if you don't have a beat, then <clears throat> you get a drum machine. It's great to have a nice guitar line. That's yeah, I, I mean, it's neat. Hooks are important. You know, if you can write a hook with a drum beat, which Joe Joe can do, right? But usually, it's based on hooks that we've already written. Okay, well, that aside, is there is there ever a point in the song's development where you guys say, you know, this is starting to distract from Joe's tasty kick snare ride cymbal interplay? Let's tone it down a little bit. No, generally, actually, I wanted to talk to you about the symbols. They seem a little loud. Do you put <clears throat> those gels on them? You want to talk about them now? And you want to put gels on symbols? I think so. I, I wouldn't. They're just talk a little loud about technical I, stuff right now. I thought, I thought like, gels are like, is, like. I think being recorded. Like putty or like lighting gels? The things that dampen. See? They're just a little loud. See what I mean? It's like he's never been to a music store, to Guitar Center. We'll be there for a few hours. You, you gotta go. You gotta check uh, out these Chilean pee pee drums. Yeah. They are magic. All right. Well, um, taking that last question even further, has there ever been a point in the early stages of writing songs or e- even the recording of the songs where um, you just say, you know, Joe's drumming is so lyrical and so it, it it's such a, a narrative based kind of playing that we should just become an instrumental band no I think people really want to hear the, lyri- the lyrics and the singing hmm. wait I mean, I mean you're a drummer right is that why you're just drum centric or 
Oh no, I I I love the whole package, but I, I'm right. just saying for for your band specifically, it just. I mean, J- Joe's very important. You know, I you know don't ever want to knock Joe down at all. But the, you know, the songs we spent a lot of time on the songs, right? And then then you know with Joe involved as well, but after the lyrics, after the, the lyrics melody, melody and the guitar, and the guitar well, I guess what he does is set the rhythm when I'm writing. The lyric, like laying down the basis, the drum of lyrics, the, lyrics, the drum you, lyrics, and you're taking from those I ideas. Don't I don't think that's what you. You, hmm, is, hmm. there may be another way to ask it. Well, well, let's just know. let's let's move we on. Can, to, yeah, we can move on. Let's talk about specific songs, okay? Yeah, okay. we can talk about lyrics or chord that, progressions, whatever you okay. want to talk. Okay, about. all right. Let's talk about Bronx Sniper. Okay, great okay. lyrical. It got a good story. It's about good the story. It fits okay. with a doom wop thing. Awesome. Okay, to do. now. I hear a fairly strong ELO influence going on in there with some uh, that that sort of thing going, and that of course leads me to a very obvious question. Um, Joe, were you surprised when it was announced in the spring of 1983 that ELO drummer? I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I just feel like it's. No, no. I just, yeah, yeah, we'll, yeah, we'll, sorry. yeah we'll, you'll get to the lyrical content. I hear a fairly strong ELO influence going on on that song, which leads me to a very obvious question. Joe, were you surprised when it was announced in the spring of 83 that ELO drummer Bev Bevan would be replacing Bill Ward as Sabbath's drummer on the Born Again tour? It made perfect sense then to me now. I have thought a lot about it right. since. And I might, it might have been a, there might have been a better choice, but, you know... Ward's Ward. Yeah, that's true. That's true. I mean, have you heard his newer records? Bill kind Ward? Of a new age No, no, no. I want to hear it. Are there any, like, uh, I can't kung- remember the name or, of the records. Uh, wind There's chimes? lots of kungas. I'd love to hear some wind chimes. Yeah. You, you, you hear that in Bronx Sniper? You know, just to... Well, it's got more of a... And then it's got, like, the jazzy stuff from, like, Fairies Wear Boots. And, right. You know, he's swinging on I got it. Stuff. Yeah. Right. Well, okay, here's something for you two guys. Yeah. And, okay, uh, actually, you can all answer this. Okay. What do you think is the best song on Born Again? Disturbing the Priest or Digital Bitch? I don't know that reference. Yeah, I don't, what is that album? I don't know. Seriously. Yeah. I, I, Born I, I, Again I, I, by Black Sabbath. It was the record that Ian Gillen sang. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I didn't. I was a Dirty Projectors album, too, right? Mm. Who's he? Is that a... No. Okay. Are you... Is that the Dirty Projectors' Filth Cooler? Sorry. Let's move on song wise, okay? Reggae Pie. Yes. That's a yes. crazy song. I mean, it's a great one. Very cool groove going on there. And um, I, I'm curious if when the melody or the chord progression came, came about, did you guys immediately say, you know, I know Joe has the Stuart Copeland esque chops to add just the right tasty hi hat work to this song? It wasn't a conscious thought. That might no. have been somewhere in the subconscious. I was glad that he did bring, right. what was it you said? The tasty... Oh, tasty hi-hat work, yeah. Well, there was... It was I mean, you're not going to deny that that's some pretty tasty hi-hat work. It, I never even realized. I never really listened to hi hats. I mean, yeah, yeah, not really. It's like you guys don't even listen to the record. Listen to the pattern. I know. Reggae I know. It's pie. Yeah. I mean, I just listened to the record every day, and I actually didn't notice the hi hats. I was hmm. kind of focused on the 
the the mel the, 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 the lyrics is the, 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 the essence of a song. Right? Right. The lyrics are yeah. great. Yeah, they are good. Reggae. Well, don't don't say the drum lyrics. No, no, it's not the drum lyrics, but your lyrics are nicely following the hi hat patterns. Yeah. Yeah. Great. Um, I'm gonna. What's do you have another question? Yeah. Um. Can you guys rank the police albums in order of tastiest to least tasty hi-hat work? I, I've never actually really listened to police. All right, two honestly. French, French, well, French times. Joe, Joe's got this okay. one. Okay. No, no, That's I'm giving you a Joe's got this one? This. Clearly, Joe's got this. Go for it. We're all going to go with Zinyana Mandata because it has the most instrumental songs. All right. Police record. I could talk does. for hours about Sting's lyrics and his range and his... And his, he, he apparently can do something for hours too. But, he can, yeah. Uh, yeah. Anyways, what is Zinyana it? Tantric lovemaking. Yes. <laughs> Due to, I think, his yoga practice. I think so, yeah. 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 Uh, he, he and Trudy can, uh, I guess, I've heard yeah. they can rock, they ne- they rock never, the sheets for hours. They, they the never asked the other person how that must feel to have staying. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, yeah. yeah, it's like yeah. Was, it can't be comfortable for that person. It's like, does he talk the whole time? I know. Is there ice there? Yeah. Is, yeah. Is it gonna, ice. Yeah. I mean, Let's uh, let's keep these so things. Zinyana of course, yeah. Atlantis Namor. Right. Did Copeland? He actually did, did a movie just come out recently. He shot all the footage over the years of the. I mean, yes, yes, it, he it, did, right? It, it's called Everyone Stares. Uh, it's yes, yeah. Yeah, he used a Super Eight or something. He did. Yes. I just feel like the point of this interview was to promote the album, wow. show. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Show. No, no, you're right. right. Tape, the great. Still, still tapes up his fingers. He does. He does. Still I guess he doesn't allow those calluses to get really. And don't just feel. Okay. Like... All right. Let's move on. You guys have like your own. I don't want to say theme song, but it's you know you have a song called Mister Heavenly. Yes. And it's a real rocker. Uh, I I would liken it to kind of like uh, the Strokes meets the Ventures while the Cramps watch from the next room. That's a, that's I'll a, take that. Yeah, yeah that's, that's cool, man. Okay, Joe, what do you do to avoid arm cramps during long shows? Jeez. Um. Well, I do. You know, I do this. this grab the middle right. of the stick. And right. Right. Demonstrate. Have you guys met? Have you guys met? Never. No. Before no. this interview, have you guys met? Well, why do you think a bias? There's a critical bias. I learned from the drummer of No Effects. Uh, I think at Gilman Street. Oh, uh, Fat Doug. Uh, I think it is Doug. Okay. Fat something. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, he uh, brings a bucket of hot water. Somehow arranges it. He soaks it. Plays and he soaks his arms. Wow. Out. And I do that occasionally when I can right. get hot water. <clears throat> okay. <clears throat> Um, usually it's with uh, the other bands I play with. Okay. Usually things are a little bit nicer, you know. I see, I see. Yeah. But um, oh, okay. I see what's going yeah. on. Yeah. What? It's fine. It's no, fine. it's just they're nice. There's just more hot water. Well, I mean, I've, got, I've gotten you hot water before. All right. When you, you have, have when you, you have. when you cut you your have. hand on the rim of the drum, I got you that hot compress rag thing. Speaking of drums, that. remember that it was those diecast hoops. Oh yes, yeah. I don't know. Oh, those were is. good. Yeah. No, they add like a, a a real heftiness to the yeah. tone of the drum. Almost a wood. It too. is, yeah. Which you, I believe, were talking about when I had. I don't know what. Speaking of what, is. what's the depth on that snare you're using? Uh, that's an that's an eight. God. An eight. Oh yeah. my god. Got a little bit of a... these guys. We talked about it a lot. And right. They. Did you respond to my emails about the? Where did you email? You never, you never emailed. I come on. I wasn't CC'd on it. Did you BCC well, me on it? I decided on the eight this time, and okay. it's working out good. That's great. Yeah, I like that's it. Great. Well, I think it's maple poplar maple. Oh my goodness! That is, that's a real thwack. Yeah, I mean, like, a real solid thwack. 
I mean, all I know is that they all weigh the same when I help load them out at the end of the night, so... Oh, yeah. Right. And by help, you mean you help mean, me load them yeah, out. Yeah, because Joe's Joe not around. Where's Joe at this point? He's on the phone. Really? Talking to yeah. some lady. I've, I have... It's not some lady. I have, I have drone people to talk to. Yeah. I have other interviews. I have another life outside this. Oh, I mean, it mostly involves pictures. Vic. Vic. <laughs> it's Vic. So you're always on the phone with some guy named Vic. I don't know. Wait, Vic Firth? You know him? Vic calls every once in a while. Oh, my God. Hey, get back to this lady you were talking about. Listen, mm-hmm. I'm JPEG, would you? I, maybe. Okay. Yeah. I'll give you my email. You like four legs. I don't know. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Hey. Perfect. Perfect. That kind of lady. Okay. Okay. Perfect. Uh, getting back to the song, Mr. Heavenly. How do you think this song stacks up uh, against... Other band theme songs like Motorheads, Motorhead, uh, Iron Maiden, have a song called Iron Maiden, and uh, of course the Meat Men Stomp. Um, I don't know. I think it stacks up. I think the guitar work is obviously. I'm talking specifically the drumming. Yeah, I don't think well, I don't. Uh, I think the drums. I think my singing definitely. It lends an air, like an air of gravitas to it that you wouldn't find. Your what? What'd you say? I don't. I don't want to repeat myself. Gravity. It's French. Okay. But 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 well, the one thing that Joe and I thought about when we were doing the, the record was that he was so in town the maracas in the song. Right. I, yes. I'm not crazy about the maracas. Oh, I love the maracas and he shakers. Just, shakers. Yeah. Really. So like, it's not. They're not fit up. They're shaking. Yeah, well, like, shakers. Like, and I didn't think we needed them. I thought it it's like be, jumping Jack Flash. Thought it might be it's too like much. Jelly beans, you know, it just sounds. But I mean, it's cool. I've oh, gotten used it. to it. I, I think it's after the drumming. I think it's the best part of the song. I, yeah, maybe it's your opinion. Uh, Nick has a lead on that part where uh, I didn't even notice. Really it, tasty. It, it, really I, tasty. Lead. I had the part, and it was it was blank. I think it right. was just the shaker drum kit. Yeah. Just beat. And then you came up with a lead following the shaker. Yeah, which, not, which is, is not what happened. I must have missed, I accent, I must have missed know, that. That is not what happened. It almost kind of accentuated the... Yeah, but you could almost live without part. the shaker after the cool guitar oh, no. part was written. You could listen to it that way. I get I mean, I, I, mean I, I requested a version without the shaker to be mastered, so I'd have it. Even For though what? For just when we want to listen to the song. Yeah, you know? so I can just remake a new track listing without... The damn shaker. Is on something the song. bothering? No, just it just feels like this whole interview is about you. It's not about me. It's no, not, so that's, it's about music. No, it's about music. Yeah, and yeah. you know, of course the. But all right, let's the, just keep. Okay, let's keep okay, things okay, going. Okay, I'm sure okay. there's a good one in there. All right, the song "Out Out of Love." Um, the song "Out of Love" is an album packed with great moments, from the unexpected woodblock work on "Pineapple Girl," to the driving double time snare action on "I'm a Hologram." to the sticks-on-the-rim train-track rhythm of Charlene. That song in particular reminds me of classic rockabilly. <laughs> why are we even here? Why, why, why don't you just do this what with Joe? What do you mean, why are we here? Oh, this is, we could have gotten I'm just saying the song is, is, is classic world. rockabilly, which leads to my next question. How much of an influence is uh, Stray Cat's drummer Slim Jim Phantom on you? Um, a little. Not as much as you would think. Right. Do you I stand when you play? I think that... Um, I, I tracked that standing up. Oh, I could tell. And, you, know, you can, can hear, you can hear the... 
Pompadour. Joe I, I, how I, could I, you I, tell I, that he tracked that standing I could up. just tell. I could how tell. could you tell that? Well, I, I could, to the recording. I could just tell that he was making a, 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 an emotional statement that you guys were, you know, adding your little bits to also. He was... You were... He was standing up. Yeah, yeah. you're good, actually. Yeah. That was... You, t- that was you told him. No, no. You told him what? We've never met. We've never met. Right, this... Yeah. Okay, all right, all right. Another thing. Just a guitar question. Guitar what are you, question. All right, what are your favorite what are your favorite moments on the album? Like just give me like give me three each. Well, I hate after all this I hate to say this, but the drumming on Reggae Pie is pretty killer. It is. It's really great. Yeah. And the weird little beat on Pineapple Girl, which is pretty great. Yeah. Which, in the original <laughs> recording, Joe has a little hiccup laugh because he was so happy with the part that he wrote. Yeah, I don't blame him. Yeah, it's I mean, a perfect time. It is. Yeah, uh-huh. yeah. It, but he didn't want to have it because he thought. Yeah, he, it took away from the seriousness. Of but it. Yeah. we got to. I my mean, guitar yeah. work. My guitar work is really. I, I think I, I broke through. Well, you know, used I really got three, it right? You've used up no, three of your. I didn't. I used with this guitar on there. Is it three yeah, between the two of us or three each? Three each. Three each. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. A lot of my guitar work I'm really proud of. The Mr. Heavenly lick. On this A lot record? of Charlene. Yeah, on this record. Oh, okay. yeah. I think your guitar works good in, in general. Yeah, it's, it's You're it, good at guitar. It's great icing to what he, uh, the cake that, that, that he baked. Who? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the who? Yeah. The Joe? Uh, oh, yeah. The, the cake that Joe baked. Yeah. <clears throat> okay. Yeah. I do have a copy of. If you're interested, oh, I'd love to. I'd love to uh, hear. I have a like a drum, a drums only mix. Oh my god, I do. Yeah, I need this. This You'll get that's it. crucial listening for me. It's unlistenable. What? It's unlistenable. I've listened to it. He's sent me MP3s. I've sent you two or three times just to hit it home. You, you know, never, right? but you never CC'd me on any of those emails. God, like those bonds takes so we were listening oh, to in the band today. CC'd you. Oh, like room micing. Oh, God. oh, heavy room mic, yeah. Growling. That's and... great. You know, Elvin Jones and Bonham have a similar growl. Is that right? Yeah. I've noticed I never got yeah, to see Elvin Jones had, right. he had the color thing, too. Yeah, I did a couple yeah. of neat pinched arpeggios. I don't know if you want to talk about I don't know what colors. that is. What is that called? When you can see colors when you hear sounds? Synesthesia, yeah. but also the hammer-ons and some of the... Uh, hammer- the Elvin Jones and... R- he didn't play guitar. No. The guitar hammer-ons? Okay, let's get to the keyboard questions, and then we can answer a couple of the vocal style. Well, here's my next question. Your album was recorded at Bear Creek Studios in Washington, of course. Um, it, it's common knowledge that Eric Clapton's guitar solo on Lionel Richie's 85 single, Tonight Will Be Alright, was recorded there. Um, as was Soundgarden's Bad Moto Finger LP. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I think this is as good a time as any to, to address this persistent rumor that's been floating around. About Joe replacing Matt Cameron when uh, Soundgarden goes out again uh, due to Matt's Pearl Jam commitment. I, I'm me and Matt have been talking. Right. What? It, I may be. It may be the opposite of what you said. I may Ooh. feel Ed's my neighbor now. I see. And uh, we've known each other Wait well. I mean, Ed loves my drumming, and Ed? so we may oh, like better. Oh, yeah. Ed even. I yeah. think those who are close to him call him Ed. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, yeah, so one way or another, most likely t- most of 2012 
going to be busy. Wow. I may wind up with both. I don't know, Matt. You, wow, you heard Matt. it here first. Huh. Yeah. You're really cutting into Mr. Heavenly. Oh, speaking of, <laughs> yes. uh, the second Foo Fighters record uh, yeah. was recorded there, started to record there. Oh, right. I was there while both William Goldsmith and Dave Grohl were tracking. Oh, my God. You were the intern. Pitching the I wasn't. No, I was just there. I ta- I you got the Dave buckets of hot water? for the, No, I showed Dave a couple things about tuning. Right. And uh, got him a lighter stick and changed his setup a little bit closer. He really sits wide. Okay. Is that because he's really short? He's not. He's like four eight, right? He, no, he's he's. I mean, he's all right. He's short. He's not four eight. Okay, three eleven. I heard he's four and a half feet tall. Four and a half. guy in three eleven is four. But yeah. Oh, yeah. So, anyways, that was a nice experience. It's very exciting. So wow. I you know I kind of put my mojo on right. Before I oh, did this record with right. these guys, I didn't even tell you that. Yeah, I'm glad you did, and it would have yeah. made me, yeah, made me fall asleep, which is good because yeah. I'm having yeah. trouble falling asleep. Oh, right. sh- um, no. What's going on? What's going on? Uh, no more drum questions. I just got a text from my father. Okay, can we he, get your, at least your one dad? or two of those? Yeah, he need. Oh, jeez. Does he have a keyboard question? No, he needs the car. He's got to make a, an Arby's run right now. Yeah. Can you just? I thought can we get it before. Can you get it? Can you just can you text him I back? Can't, can I can't. Tell him? I can't. He's you call him back. My father. He's very angry. So this interview is just going to be drum, um, just oh drum no. oriented. Oh. Well, we can finish it. Oh, we, can your dad? Can you? Can he come here? I can't. Oh no! Oh, he. Oh, he found that I've been using his and my stepmother's spank mags. What? Why are you telling us? She this? has her own magazines that she likes. Don't don't judge her. Well, you're reading. We're her not man? judging her. We just went from Arby's oh, to what kind of magazine? I don't even talk about it. And I really have to go to the bathroom. What is? Where are you going? I gotta go, guys. What is you left your, your, your recording, recording thing. Yes, that was that's that was cool. cool. I like that. That was actually, yeah, that was actually uh, kind of annoying. We'll I don't know why he was asking. That's you the all those second questions. time, Joe. The, in two and like he was asking all the damn. I mean, it's like why? Why should Nick and I even have to be here? Fucking out of here. You well, know what? Why don't you play the show? Tonight, you can play the show tonight. He. What do you mean? Well, I'll play it. It'll be fun. Why don't you get that guy to come back with his other six, eight He doesn't eight play music. He plays the PP drum. He plays the PP drum. Yeah, whatever. They can sit in. Oh, I think he left his. Uh... Thanks to Tim for the interview, and a special thanks to John Worcester for the executive production on this episode. I'd also like to thank my listeners for all the support in 2021. And if you like tour stories, please subscribe. For more stories and interviews, go to ruinousmedia.com slash tour stories. with me.